January 3rd, 2019, Thursday, 3.49 p.m. My name is James and this is Slopfest. Welcome, welcome back to your weekly dose of weirdness on this show. We take some strange people, strange events and strange behavior and we put it under a hilarious microscope. <laughs> is that a thing? Anyway, that's the that's the intro. It's 2019. This is the first episode of Slopfest in 2019, and man, who knows what we're going to be heading into this year. Trick question, actually, Nicholas Ojula knows exactly what's coming up in 2019. He is a 33-year-old psychic astrologer who claims his dreams have led him to predict outcomes of major events. Uh, he also once lived as an Egyptian queen in a past life, which is no big deal. We're just going to breeze right past that one, and we're going to jump into... Nicholas's predictions for 2019. If you're standing, I suggest you sit because this is big stuff. Nicholas's predictions for 2019. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's baby will be a girl. Taylor Swift will announce an engagement. Apologies to David. I know he's been trying to tie the knot with Tay-Tay for a minute now. Nicole Kidman will fall pregnant and Madonna will face criticism for doing charity work. So a lot of very very important milestones that will rightfully impact all of our day-to-day lives in 2019. Things to keep your eyes peeled for. And you're probably thinking, look, who who is this Nicholas Ajula and how I need more information to trust this hack. Well, I've got it for you. You need more info to, to take these groundbreaking predictions more seriously. Okay, here it is. Nicholas discovered his various reincarnations at the age of 17 after falling into a trance, which stimulated past life recall. I've been an embalmer of dead bodies and a closeted transgender soldier in Saxon, England. I've lived animal lives of a deer, lion, falcon, to name a few, an anti-establishment French school teacher, a sailor that traveled the seven seas, and a Middle Eastern nomad in the desert. I've been an African witch doctor, an Ottoman spy sent to gather information, a persecuted pagan, a tribesman that died through substance overdose, and a grey-skinned being, parentheses, alien, on another planet. He now believes he can also see into the future. Nicholas is based between London and Los Angeles and works as a street hypnotist, past-life regressionist, and astrologer. So, obviously, don't take any of that with a grain of salt. Carve it in stone. Facts. You, hey, you came to a podcast looking for the facts of 2019. You just found them. You know what You know what kind of bugs me about stuff like that? Like these people who claim to have lived past lives. No one's ever a blacksmith. No one's ever a cook or a cleaner. There are always these, like, Kings and queens and elaborate and fascinating people traversing the globe. And it's like, it's never anything mundane or boring. It's always, I'm a special flower and I live only, (laughs) only the most elaborate and fascinating lives. Because I come back as other things and I need fun memories. Guys, that's what 2019's about. (laughs) Okay, we're setting we're setting a bar right now for 2019. We're gonna live f- fascinating lives. If you're a cook, scrap it. If you do, if you're if you're a coder for a living, get out of it. I want to see hunters, huntresses, uh, 
Spies. Um, uh, Kings and Queens. That one's a little more difficult. Let's make 2019 one of the most fascinating years so that when we become something else, when we are reincarnated into something else, we will look back on 2019 and say, that was the one. I was I was feeling that one. I was a good one. 2019, make it a good one. Our first story here is the Foreign Office in the UK uh, is there to help people who get in trouble overseas. But the Foreign Office says that even its diplomats have their limits. The Foreign Office received more than 330,000 calls from Brightons who needed help overseas in 2018. Among the strangest calls was a man who wanted to know if there were vampires in Poland. The reason for his concern stemmed from uh, a woman he was due to meet for a date had asked him his blood type. Why would that come up at all? I mean, you got to go through all of the bullshit on like Tinder and dating sites and you finally get to the point where this is two strangers, two sacks of meat floating in space and they've decided let's bring these two sacks together that is atrocious <laughs> and i apologize <laughs> two people we've finally we've we've gotten through all the hurdles and we've decided okay fuck it let's meet me and you we're gonna meet let's do it real quick before we do what's your blood type is that the 2019 version of um star science I'm a I'm a Libra and I just cannot mesh with the Taurus. Yuck. Taurus, they're so loud and annoying. I'm a Taurus, by the way. <laughs> Is that the new thing? Oh, sorry, but I'm O negative and I just cannot be with anyone who is A positive. I, it's pretty obvious at this point that I don't know anything about blood, but why would someone need to know that? Hey, let's meet in this hotel room. Why is the tub filled with ice? And why am I getting woozy? Wake up, kidney gone, duct tape over the wound. You're in the in the tub of ice. Urban legends. 2019 is all about urban legends. Uh, a caller from the US wanted to know which contestant had been voted off Strictly Come Dancing the previous night, while a caller in the Netherlands had, had questions about the plot of Braveheart. Like you couldn't fucking Google that one. Like you couldn't Google both of those, actually. Although most British embassies will provide a list of local lawyers if you find yourself arrested overseas, they're not used to being asked for a list of women you can marry, as was the request from a man in Argentina. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, hey, what's up? Oh, good. I finally got through. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Brightonian of OBS and uh, currently kicking it in teens right now, Argentina. And going to be heading back soon was, you know what? I've had a lot of very groundbreaking experiences over here. I hear that Taylor Swift is getting engaged this year and Nicole Kidman's having a baby or something. So I'm thinking, hey, time to settle down. Time to get my life together and time to settle down with someone. I was wondering if we could just sort of cut some time here and you put a list together. Maybe you've already got one. I don't know. If you've already got one, even better, of local Brightonian lady bachelors that you could email to me or fax and, um, you know, bing, bang, boom, get me a wife in 2019. No, dog. That's not how this works. 
That's lazy is what that is. Look, I'm done with it. Just put, just put a list together of people and I'll fucking, I'll just run through the list. Thank you. Actually, that probably would be convenient. I wonder if, oh, patent pending, my new business in 2019. Marriagely. It's got to have like, you know, the, the, the tech startup names. They've all got like those, it's like L-Y on the end or whatever. Marriage book. Marriage to Graham. Snap marriage. Wedding chat. Eh. <laughs> Obviously, all of these could use some work. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my new business for 2019 is you sign up, you pay a fee, obviously, because it's all about the moolah. 2019, it's all about the pink, the red, the blue, the green, the yellow. Is that the color of all of our dollars? The gold, the silver. I ah, keep the silver, actually. You sign up, and you're basically saying, "Look, I'm th- here's my here's my picture, here's my age." It's very much like a, a dating site profile. You fill it out, but it's just everyone on the site. You're saying, "Like, look, I'm not here for a f- fun time." Is that that's the wrong saying? I'm here. I'm strictly here to get married. Strictly come marriage. It could be a TV show. Oh, so many avenues to take this. Now, everyone who signs up, you pay a fee, you have a profile, all location-based, stuff like that, and you just go through and you can, you could even like, even if you're like, ugh, even that's too much work, sifting through this manually, you pay an extra amount of money, you fill out some like survey questions, and then um, the website automatically compiles a list of people for you. And then you can just sort of go through and hit them up and be like, hey, I want to get married and you want to get married, so let's get a coffee or something. I feel like now, because I think about that and I'm like, people would probably like that, but you know that like every platform that's about bringing people together, it's just going to be it's just going to become about fucking at some point and it's going to ruin the whole thing and then you're going to have to like pull a tumbler and then like tell everyone to stop posting porn on it and it's just going to get weird. Uh, I'm not going to... Yeah, 2019, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> That's also my saying. <laughs> 2019. Start off as a great idea but then you think about it for half a second, people are just going to fuck on it and then it's going to be... One of two things is going to happen which is going to ruin it. Marketing and advertising people are going to show up and fucking run stupid ads on it and kill the platform, Facebook, or they're going to fuck on it. And then now you've sullied the whole thing. The community has sullied the whole thing. I'm not even going to start it. (laughs) That is how an idea is born and killed in the matter of five minutes. Meanwhile, a man in Thailand won a diplomatic backing as he argued against paying for a massage. He claimed he had fallen asleep during the massage and therefore didn't technically get to enjoy the services rendered. Uh, someone in the connect. Well, actually, how does that work? If I go to the cinema and I see Avatar and I fall asleep, which I absolutely did because fuck me, that movie is boring. Do I get to go up to the counter afterwards and just say, look, I'm going to level with you. It was long and I fell asleep and it was very boring. Can I get the money back and or a partial refund? Obviously, the answer to that is no. But when you think about it, I technically didn't get to do the thing. 
That's all I'm saying. I te- hey, I technically didn't get the thing. Like, the thing was happening, but not for me because I was out. So, oh, man. That's going to be the, you know, the if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? That that saying, the 2019 version is, if I fall asleep in a cinema, do I get my money back? <laughs> it's not great. Again, it needs some work. Okay, it needs some work. But you get what I'm saying. Someone in the Canary Islands wanted a new hotel room after a stray cat urinated on his bed, while a man in New Delhi wanted to know if the British High Commission was selling vegetarian sausages. I mean, all great great queries and questions and qualms. A foreign office spokesman said, I can regretfully confirm that the foreign office isn't able to offer advice on vampires, rogue stray cats, or reality TV contestants, and our capacity to deploy veggie sausages remains sadly lacking. <laughs> I love that someone, someone who works, someone who is a foreign office spokesman for the foreign office had to make an official statement saying the words, we aren't able to offer advice on vampires, rogue stray cats, or reality TV contestants. What the fuck are people doing calling this place? <laughs> like, this isn't... God, hey, gang, there seems to be a lot of confusion about what this service is actually for, and the majority of you are fucking it up. The ma- I'm going to level with you. The majority of you are fucking it up. There needs to be a system in place. Maybe like uh, with triple zero, how there's like a non-emergency number. There needs to be like a a number that says, hey, maybe this isn't a pressing issue, but would still maybe need some help with it. Again, the title of that, it needs some work. <laughs> um, got another story here. Come with me now on a journey through time and space to a little southeastern American state called Louisiana. A police force in the U.S. has been criticized after issuing a warning about methamphetamine being infected with the Zika virus and offering to test people's drugs in a plot to catch users. Harahan Police Department in Louisiana published the warning on Facebook saying, and I quote, other posts will also be up on slopfestpod.com. Warning! Lot of asterisks. If you have recently purchased meth in any area of Louisiana, it may be contaminated with the Zika virus. Please bring all of it to your local police department and they will test it for free. If you're not comfortable coming to us, an officer will be glad to come to you and test your meth in the privacy of your home. Please spread the word. We're available 24-7, 365. Be safe. However, the mayor of the town said he was concerned about false information being spread by the police department. Unsurprisingly, nobody took the force up on the offer, despite the alarm the Zika virus caused when it swept across the Americas in 2015. Governments, academic laboratories, and pharmaceutical companies invested heavily in stopping the epidemic, with Brazil declaring an end to the Zika emergency in May after a drop in cases. The virus was primarily transmitted through mosquito bite blood contamination, although it can also be passed from mother to child and through sexual intercourse. I went to the Facebook page, the Harahan Facebook page, to just dip in, see, first of all, if they still had the post up, they do. Uh, And second of all, just to read the comments, put my finger on the pulse of this whole stitch and see what people are saying. As can be expected, a lot of people saying, oh, they did this in my state last, you know, last year or whatever, and they arrested over 300 people, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people sort of having a goof, as can be expected. The majority of people not really getting it. Uh, One woman 
<laughs> one woman said, this can't be true. And then later <laughs> wrote, really? Like she's like she wasn't convinced. She saw this. She's like, oh, yeah, bullshit. Fake news. Bullshit. Zika virus in my meth, though. Wait, really? Uh, there was also one, there was also a comment left by a guy named Gutenate who said, such good community support. I wish more countries would be like this. Interesting. Man, you know, I just wish that more countries would have their police force lie to the community and drum up Zika, Zika fears again. Why can't we have that kind of good community spirit and support? Get it together. And you know it was like some college intern marketing dipshit who who thought like, well, it's got to be terrifying and it's got to be recent and... Re- what about chemicals and viruses and terrifying things? Yeah, let's just let's just put that out there as the police department. And nothing bad can come out of that. <laughs> nothing nothing bad can happen as a result of that sitch. What do you mean eroding community trust? Uh, got an honourable mention here. A mum had to evacuate her home and call emergency services after she accidentally created uh, deadly chlorine gas, which you know that's just a regular Wednesday. Uh, Dominique Heath accidentally filled her home with deadly chlorine gas which was used as a chemical weapon in wars after using two ordinary household products hours apart it was when the mum of three's throat and eyes started to feel as if they were burning and fumes filled the air that she realized something was very wrong and rang the fire brigade oh that's not normal normally when i just put in when i put in i just squeeze the stuff around the toilet bowl and then my poop smelled good that's these vapors and my and my throat closing over. That's new, actually. I can't see anymore. This is brand new to me. They ordered her to evacuate her home immediately and cordoned off part of the street in Nailsey, Somerset. Firefighters wore breathing apparatuses as they went into the house to ventilate it and wash away the chemicals to make it safe. Dominique, who wants to warn others of the dangers and how easy it is to cause a major chemical incident had used two bottles of one-shot toilet unblocker. She said, quote, I put the kids to bed at 8 p.m., ran a bath, then looked in the toilet, and it was still blocked. So I thought, I'm not getting into the bath like this. I'll put put my three-liter tub of bleach down there, and that should do it. Three liters of bleach? That seems excessive. What What kind of toilet block situation? In three liters, actually. How much... How much fluid can a toilet bowl hold? Three liters of bleach? You put three liters of bleach into into just anything and your fucking eyes are going to be burning out of your head anyway. Uh, but the bleach mixed with the toilet unblocker still in the toilet causing a chemical reaction which released large quantities of chlorine gas. I've never experienced fumes like it, Dominic said. My throat and eyes feel burned. Dominique quickly shut the bathroom door and opened the windows around the house. However, the chlorine gas began to spread and she sought help from a neighbor and rang the fire brigade who instantly realized how serious the situation was. The family didn't get back to bed and sleep until 5 a.m. the following morning. I like how that's just, that's an important detail in the story. Oh, they were very tired after the chlorine gas incident. Dominique posted the story on Facebook and shared her embarrassment at having to call out the firefighters, but she wanted to share her story as a warning to others not to do the same. We're all okay, but it was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Please don't do this. There was another article that talked about the same incident, and 
like, I was like, am I reading a news article or am I reading the fucking anarchist cookbook? Because in this other news article, they they were, like, giving you the like the combinations of chemicals to cause like s- certain bad chemical reactions like oh you use this much of this and this much of that and that makes this happen and that's bad for you because it's a- I was like what why are you giving it why are you giving everyone this info well if you ever, you know just so you know if you ever need to make some chlorine gas what are you gonna want to do no stop just give that info out to people give people ideas And that's how you clean a toilet or create a serious chemical reaction that could kill an entire family. Now moving on to how many apple seeds you need to make cyanide and exactly how you make it. Like, you, hey, you can stop. You can stop at, you can just tell the story and then not also turn it into a recipe for creating a chemical attack on others. One of them was even like, oh, and here's how you create a type of acid. Why is that relevant? <laughs> Why are you saying this? Oh, if you have a really stubborn stain, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to use this chemical and this much of this chemical. That's going to make an acid. And that's going to eat away any any stain. It's also going to eat away the fibers. also going to eat away your skin. also don't touch your face. Like what? Some shit you don't need to put in every article. Okay. You don't, because I, I feel like this person, because you're writing an article, you're just sort of reporting on the facts. But for this, to write that, you had to like put in some research. Oh well, here, you know, I want to give, I want to give everyone the full rundown of what not to do. <laughs> and here's how you make a very dangerous chemical. Like you had to put, you had to put research into into finding out, like, hmm. I wonder what other very dangerous and deadly things I could make with just everyday chemicals. Well, here's an entire list of it and the quantities and how much you would need. And that's that's so you that's so you can avoid doing those things. Don't use this for nefarious purposes. That's not the intent. Just avoid putting th- three liters of bleach into your toilet with two whole fucking tubs of Drano as well. But that's going to do it for this episode. Head over to slopfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes, images, and artwork for this and all previous episodes. If you want to see what our boy Nicholas looks like, who's out here predicting 2019, you can peep that. You want to see what Dominique, what what she looks like, the type of person who accidentally makes chlorine gas in their house at 8 o'clock at night. Go peep it. Peep that sitch. Also, the the Facebook post for the, the uh, police stuff will be up there as well. Slap a follow on the Facebook and Twitter. You know, so you know when new episodes go live and things like that. And also so we can have a chat. But I also have an Instagram for uh, Slopfest. They're all the same name. It's at Slopfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm feeling for 2019, I don't know. I don't want to I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm going to start hijacking the end of this show to sort of just talk about I don't know, some, just, it's just some things I've been thinking about. I don't know why, but I feel like I feel like I'm just done with like Facebook and Twitter for a bit, at least. You know what I mean? For like my personal use. Like the Messenger app has gone off my phone, Twitter's gone, Facebook gone. I started the page manager thing so I can like see where I just oh, I don't know. Because part like I wanna keep I wanna keep them so that 
you know, I'm notified when people, you know, who listen to this send me a message or whatever, and then that way I can jump in and we can start like chatting straight away. But so I don't know. They're off my phone now, and part of me, ugh, I don't know. Social media, man. Because I don't, I don't want it for like uh, me and my life. Because who gives a shit? But I do want it so that if you want to fucking send me a message and have a chat, we can. I still have, but that's why I'm kind of, I have Instagram basically is what I'm saying. (laughs) I still love Instagram. I think Instagram's great. Who knows how Facebook are going to fucking drive it into the toilet in 2019. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll make it so you see one in 20 posts of the people that you like, and then the rest of your feed will be um, four ads one post of someone that you actually follow maybe that's how they'll ruin it maybe there will be maybe they'll start oh man could you imagine if fucking facebook puts pre-roll ads on instagram videos oh everything gets ruined by people in marketing (laughs) just me have like just hey i'm talking i'm just hey i'm just talking out loud these are the thoughts that i have um, so I don't know. Yeah. Send me a, fu- send me a goddamn message and let me know what the fuck I should do or email me at slopfestpodcast at gmail.com. What the, f- what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? I don't know, but that's going to do it for this one. The first one of 2019. I'm excited. I am excited for, to just keep doing this show. I even, the, I want to do more with it. I say that now cause I'm on holidays until next <laughs> Until next Monday when I'm back at work. And then I'll be like, no, one a week is absolutely (laughs) enough. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. Just, hey, just trying stuff out, figuring stuff out, just experimenting. Projects. I think that's my new thing for like 2019 is like, stop fucking putting so much weight and importance into, into things and being like, oh, this thing has to work or this thing is the thing like my whole thing for 2019 is projects creative projects and just sort of trying shit out and just seeing what happens and doing what's fun that's it 2019 the year of projects hyphen nah that's shit actually 2019 do what makes you happy 2019 do it if it's fun and do if it do it if it makes you happy again it's very wordy What's your slogan for 2019? Yeah, I'm going to get out of here now. Oh, I did briefly talk about... I know I'm really dragging this out, but I did briefly talk about uh, on the last episode that, like, you know, maybe I'm working on another... bringing back another thing. I may be... So this is Thursday right now. I may be recording a test episode for that tomorrow, which I will be reaching out to, to some of you to listen to. Your Shanes, your Billies, your Troys. I will be reaching out your Kate's. I'll be sending you all messages. Um, I'm saying this now as if like, what if it's dog shit and then I don't end up doing it? If it's, if it's good, you'll hear from me about it. If it's not, you'll never hear about it again. <laughs> oh shit. I'm going to get out of here now. I'm, I'm rambling. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. I genuinely appreciate it. Uh, tell a, tell a friend about the show if you're enjoying it and, um, still send me a message because I will be checking all of that shit or email me or do whatever. Get in contact. Let's bloody chat about it. 
what the fuck do you think I should do about all of this stuff? Anyway, thanks for hanging out. See you next week. <laughs>